If you have been asking if healing is real, stick around and find out that healing is for real. And we don't mean maybe. My name is Tony. And I am Zin. And we are two witnesses and representatives of the miraculous gospel of healing. I say I was coming back for you. We back. <laughs> <laughs> so in the last episode, this is Tony Myers and Zane Prayer coming back at you from the last episode. We said we were coming back and we are here. Because for Love Podcast. And the last episode we ended, Holy Brother Tony was speaking about fear. And unpacking why it is actually unwise and imprudent to live in fear and to actually give or to attribute our fear to the things that we are attributing attributing those that fear to. We also took a look at Romans and Genesis 1 and 9 to actually show that the fear that you're giving the creation, you're doing the creation job, they're supposed to be fearing you. All of these things supposed to be fair in you and your fear is supposed to be on the spirit we ended the episode with this in particular and i think it's something that we want to sit down and have a discussion on holy brother because most of the time people actually trust that which has a record of consistency right Anytime somebody has to go and do something, what they go and do is they should do some research. Even, even in the world today, I do business online, um, digital creation or course creation. And anytime I have to go and create something that I don't know about, what I go and do is look for the persons who have a record of consistency with regards to, the, to what I want to accomplish. And they take their information because if they're consistent, then they know something that you need to know so that you can be consistent like that. Most people would even go and um, if they want any kind of information, whether it's on a food, a particular type of food, they go and they, they should do some research, naturally. That's the logical thing to do. You know? See what, how, what, what kind of benefit this food gives your body. Something. If you need to, if you need to go and find um a particular product on amazon we're going to see which which product in particular is the best quality so you do some research this one actually have more more stats that show it has is more consistent so you know it's durable but you know many come into christ come into the new covenant have a, a book a book which is a compilation of books scrolls compilation that spanned over thousands of years about four thousand years that demonstrates how consistent the spirit is four thousand years of statistics that we have in a text and we will go now we not we you would go <laughs> right you would go to 
a source of information that probably just finished medical school or was operating for just 10 or 20 years, his record is not flawless. His or her record is not flawless. Now, we're not trying to give you medical advice here. This is not medical advice. We are not clinical professionals. But I'm just saying from the covenantal perspective and logically looking at it from the perspective of stats, the person that have the 4,000 years of consistency, I would generally take over somebody that have 20. I just saying. Holy brother, what do you do? <laughs> Let me say, a perfect stranger with imperfect medicine or the scriptures, I would have to go with the 4,000-year-old. That's, that's logical, right? Especially when we see testimonies all the time. Exactly. It's not just... And the thing is, this is very interesting because the last known date of the text is somewhere in the first century. But right now, both Holy Brother Tony and myself, we see the same thing working today with consistency. Right? The same thing working today with consistency, which means... It's not that it was just for that time, for those of you who have been taught that. It's working right now. So it really comes down to which source has the most trustworthiness. Now, trustworthiness is defined by the dictionary as consistent reliability over time. 20 years... 4,000 years. Hmm. Now let's even get nitty grittier. There you go. <laughs> the, let's cue in the microscope a little bit and get closer to it, okay? That's what we say. Put it up on 30. Multiply by 30. <laughs> so in order for something to truly be healed by, and I'm just going to throw this out, I don't know what the dictionary says on it. <laughs> but by the dictionary definition of healing. Right, well, so. let's give our own definition. Healing. <laughs> to be fully, 100% resolved. Right? Does, does that constitute of what you believe healing is? One one thousand percent. The only thing so, I'll add, the only thing I'll add to it is fully resolved and back working in full original capacity. Okay. Yeah. Does the medical field come anywhere close to that? Oh gosh. Don't hit them so hard. Don't hit them so hard. <laughs> Let us see. Why do they sell aspirin by the bottle? Hmm. Why does your medication come in bottles and more than one? What? So does medication, does aspirin heal? <laughs> the answer will be no. No. 
surgery. Does surgery heal you? Once again, no. What do you have to do? Let's look at a mastectomy. Hmm. When a woman has cancer and the doctors determine to have to take the breast tissue out, then what happens? After it's taken out or gone through chemotherapy, whatever the case is, then for a series of time, they have to keep going back. They keep going back and retesting and retesting and retesting. In fact, most women have to have what's that, a mammogram every year, right? Mm. Is that healing? Hmm. And once again, this is not medical advice at all. It's observation. Well, even if we take the uh, one of the things that like we could do here is relate. Let's say this is what people are doing with their bodies. <laughs> if if anybody relates that to let's say a vehicle, and we take out, we refer to the the removal of the mammary gland from the woman. If you go into your bonnet, your hood, and take out um, let's say you take out the 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 alternator, put it aside. <laughs> <laughs> right? And every time you had to start your car, let's just say the alternator, let's say we take out the radiator. You start the car, it moves, and you have to go by somebody to cool down your engine on a regular basis. Would you not get a little irritated with that routine? Because you don't have a fully functioning car. You can't say that you have a fully functioning car. A fully functioning vehicle means that you can actually start your engine and go to your destination as long as, as far as the destination may be and return. And all you need to do is to maintain the fuel for the engine to work. Why we do, why do we think that it is okay for us to actually go to the option? And this is specific to believers specifically. Everything is the option of removing a part from your from 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 your engine. A good thing. And having to depend on a technician that you need to stop by on a regular basis for them to do it for you. If you wouldn't do that with the vehicle, why are you doing that to your own body? That is not a life to live. You know why, why healing is provided for everybody on this planet? It's because, because of what Jesus did, everybody is considered a member of Christ now. Some are some believe it and some don't believe it. That's what a believer is and unbeliever is. If you're saying that Christ is not in them and you're calling them an unbeliever, then you're lying. Because for it to believe, 
they had to be there. Right? Why as believers, we could come into our covenant and not want to have a vehicle that is run, that is what you call run down or not, it's just not a fully functioning vehicle and consider that as the option. When the body, every member of the body of, 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 of every member that living on this earth that has Christ in them, healing is, is actually provided. Not because, probably because this is not spoken about really. Most people are not aware as to the travesty that you are stepping into by just overlooking restoration to originality and taking up the option of taking out a part from your engine and having to visit the technician every time you leave the garage. And it's simply this. God is in you. The title of that spirit defines how that spirit works, which means it is self-existent. Healing is simply restoration to self-existence. That's all that it is. Bringing you back to what your title defines you to be. What you exist to be, to be self-existent, not needing anything. But self-existing. Why as believers are we actually taking the option? Now, I could understand that the church that you have gone through didn't educate you. That is understandable. But the moment you come across content, like with Holy Brother Tony and myself, you come across people like Curry Blake and Joe Mack, all of these guys are walking in the same, same dynamic. <clears throat> Why choose the option of being the incomplete vehicle instead of actually being fully restored by the manufacturer himself that guarantees a warranty in the next 20 years. In this case, your warranty could be a lot longer than that. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> no, and, and, I, and I have one, one, one question here that might bring some things into perspective. Further into, into further perspective. If Jesus, as an individual, came to it into your home right now, and he said, Hey, Mary, how are you? Nice to meet you. Little hug. And Mary said, Have a cup of tea. Yeah. And Jesus is sitting there having tea with you, and he's speaking about the, great, the greatness of the kingdom. And how all of these people were healed and his father has given him all of this. And all of the universe runs upon his powerful thoughts. And Jesus finishes his cup of tea and he says, I have to leave now because I have to go and check the doctor. What would you think of Jesus? Just give it some thought. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I hate to be a drink of cold water, okay, but we did have a minister back in 2020, a very famous minister, mm. 
that made a statement that Jesus would take the vaccine. Okay. To protect him from virus, Jesus would take the vaccine. The same Jesus is walking around in Jerusalem and even everybody. And this, this is a minister, very famous one. <laughs> Last wow. name being Graham. Wow. Interesting. And not Billy Graham. That's all I'll say about that. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I just your valid your point was absolutely valid. Yeah. No one in their right mind could even think Jesus would take a vaccine or even think that Jesus would need a doctor. Now, Jesus is in us. So should we need a doctor? That's a question to ask yourself. Because if you're walking around and you see Jesus walking around Jerusalem and you say, are you feeling too well? I'm going to check the physician in the corner. Everybody here with Christian will, 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 will question the Christianity. They'll question it. And to be at this, no, I am not in any form of fashion. No, let me make myself very clear. We are not trying to condemn anybody for going to see a doctor. As a matter of fact, I tend to actually communicate to people that you should settle your faith first. Yes. And don't walk upon another man's feet. You will easily die like that. Because faith is something that is genuinely born in you. It's not something that you have to muster. All you need to do is to understand the message. And once you understand, it will generate faith and strength and courage. So don't take it to mean that we're trying to tell you that we're condemning you and you should stop going without taking the responsibility to understand why you should be healed. If you feel you need to go to a doctor, by all means, go. 100%. Personally, and, and I would tell people this. Now, my wife's been healed from a bunch of stuff, but my wife goes to a doctor, and that is perfectly fine. Yeah. I do so, not have a problem with that. We're not okay? saying, so let me clear that we're not saying that we have a problem with that. But what we're really trying to do is to incite courage in you, incite faith, incite personal responsibility to free yourself of having to be codependent. When you are ready. Exactly. Exactly. Free yourself to think about it and to, to, to actually take up your responsibility to see why. Because if it, one thing is for certain, if you're continually being codependent on the doctor, death and ill health is ahead of you in your future. It might be a temporary relief. Throughout my process of growth, throughout my process of growth and throughout my process of research, I have gone to see the doctor. I wanted to see what was going on. Right? So that's what I'm, I'm saying this to say that I am not saying that you should just flip a switch and walk out our faith. But what we're trying to do is to incite you to choose your different a different sense of strength 
and you will notice and you will realize for yourself just as we have come to realize that we do not need a doctor. We do not need that. God has created you to be self-existent and the capacity to stay in health as a creator is inherent in you. We are inciting you to explore that and to realize that the scriptures are more trustworthy than anything any doctor could tell you. Scientific, or excuse me, medicine science is the study of the human body through observation and experimentation. Hmm. There is no such thing as the exact science of medicine. Holy Brother, say that again. There is no such thing as the exact science of medicine. Say it one more time. <laughs> there is no such thing as an exact science of medicine. But you know, there is an exact science of spirit that can be duplicated time and time and time again 4000 years of history in the bible right my own on the phone here right now now we take up the book but this is new testament 4000 years of history in the bible that says consistency and there is once again As you grow and mature in this, you will come to the realization, and when you do, then it's time. Mm -hmm. There's no, there's no pressure. I don't look down on anyone. Yeah. And truly, um, so do just take the information we're giving you for what it's worth. Meditate on it, ponder it, ask the Holy Spirit. But if we don't tackle these these things and get you to think about it, then you will never realize this. Yeah. You know, there's not many people that would be so bold to discuss doctors and such like we are. Right. And so you would not, there would be very few places where you would even think, wait a minute. So you're telling me the Holy Spirit can keep me in perfect health. That's mm -hmm. what we're telling you. That is what we're telling you. And, don't and there's wait. not very many places that, or very many people that would tell you that. So how would you know unless we say it? And one of the things I want us to put out there is that you shouldn't wait until you find yourself in a crisis to do that. Let's just avoid the crisis and come back to what Christ is about. Amen. Because a lot of people, you try to wait until the crisis come up, and next thing you know, and you're trying to say, oh, God, heal me. Trust me, that's a hard lesson. <laughs> I went through it. Yeah. That's a hard lesson. Six years of hell. Wow. Okay. What we're trying to do is get you in on the ground floor before anything happens. 
And let me bring up this. He whose mind is stayed on the Lord is in perfect peace. Yes, sir. If you're in perfect peace and in God's rest, you're healed. Mm. And you're walking in divine health. How do you get that? Your mind staying on the Lord. Stay it on the Spirit. The Spirit is the Lord Amen. and the Lord is the Spirit. Amen. Tony Myers, and, Tony Myers and Zane Pierre coming again. Gospel and Healing Podcast. Food for reflection. Boom. Bam. <laughs>